Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. For five years, STL Sloop was one of the city's funnest pop-ups. The event combined soup and money for artists and community projects. Talk about a win-win. And now, after a five-year hiatus, STL Sloop is coming back. That is thanks to Anne McCullough. She's a St. Louis native, previously the director of the Cherokee Street Business Association, and she's currently a steward of canoes for Big Muddy Adventures. And she joins us today to talk about why she's taking on STL Sloop, too. So, Anne McCullough, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So give us just a short history of STL Sloop. I understand it started 10 years ago. Who who brought it here? So Amelia Collette Jones and Maggie Genestra uh, began Sloop in uh, February of 2010. And it actually started at Stirrup Pants on Cherokee Street. It was uh, it, it, it hadn't gone mobile yet, and it was inspired by other uh, Sloop uh, sort of events around the country. And so they, they saw an opportunity to bring it to St. Louis and, and saw a lot of artists and, and community people in need of, of some small funding for their projects. And, and so they, they kicked it off in February of 2010. And, uh, and the idea so. here is, is people share soup together and then they take a vote. What exactly are they voting on? So we are accept, uh, we accept proposals from any one uh, artist, resident, activist interested in, in doing a creative project, program, or event. And so they submit proposals up until the week before the event. And then they will present those proposals while you're eating your bowl of soup. And uh, then everyone who made the donation and got a bowl of soup will vote. And the winner gets the whole... Uh, uh, part of, of funding. So this event, I mean, it does sound like so much fun. It, it's helping people who could use the money. Um, what made it go away? You said it started in 2010. They had a, about a five-year run? Well, yeah, Amelia and Maggie ran it um, until about 2012. And then they handed over the reins uh, to some WashU grads, Karen Mandelbaum, Becca Moore, Tara Pham, and Zoe Scarf. And from 2012 to 2015, uh, those ladies organized and grew Sloop into a, a St. Louis fixture uh, that went mobile. It uh, was all around the city. And they generated over $31,000 for uh, over um, about 60 projects. Hmm. So that's a good chunk of change. It is. I think, you know, there are still projects that we can see today that that made an impact. The Cotton Belt mural uh, was one of those. And I see that mural uh, all the time when I'm paddling down uh, the river. So what made you, Anne, um, decide to bring this back after this five-year gap? Well, I just moved back to St. Louis uh, in April. And um, right now I'm kind of, I'm doing a lot of... (laughs) A lot of uh, manual and physical labor, hmm. and I um, have a lot of energy to uh, get back into to community work and to supporting artists and a- activists and, and creative people. And, and I saw this, you know, post online that they were looking for somebody to take it on. And, you know, I, I did reach out to a handful of, of people involved in, in other community work to see if they, they would want to organize it with me. But it ends up uh, that it's it just me, and I'm, I'm, I have enough energy and time right now to, to put into creating a great event and bringing it back. And um, the, all the women who uh, previously ran it have provided a lot of guidance and assistance, and I knew all of them from 
my work on Cherokee Street. And um, so they're really happy to hand it off and, and bring it back. Well, it's exciting. It's coming back. And and for the uninitiated, I want to talk a bit today about why Sloop mattered and, and why it's again going to matter that we have it here. And how better to do that than to talk to a past winner? Uh, Dale Chambers is an artist in St. Louis, and she joins us today. Dale, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I'm, I'm told that Sloop funded approximately 60 projects, and yours was the 51st. Tell us about this project <laughs> that got funding. At the time I was doing quilting, I was working with elders in my family line, in my maternal family line, to communicate different struggle issues going on. And um, I applied to Sloop to get the project funded, Freedom Quilts, and me um, and my great aunt and my, well, two great aunts, we made a series of quilts, and I made uh, quilts with Yayo Arts Collective and with Bread and Roses Missouri, and we used quilts to communicate what is going on in the world for us, what is live for us, and what issues were we wanting to work out. And, and what kind of funding did you get from the Sloop event that, that was able to subsidize that project? Uh, definitely less than a thousand dollars, but just enough to kickstart my own momentum. Uh, I'm not a person who depends on one funding source for per project, but what, uh, Salute provided me was a space to work out talking about the work, um, in the safe space. And then also that funding helped with supplies, uh, my, I had to build horses for the quilts. Um, it bought wood. Um, it helped when I had to learn how to hang the quilts professionally instead of just having them for my bed like I had been used to quilting about. Um, so it was a kickstart to a series of a serious work for me. So, Anne, this idea of it being a kickstart, and, and as Dale said, in her case, somewhat less than $1,000, is that pretty typical for what Sloop has done in the past? Yeah, it it, it ranges. Um, it just depends on how many attendees come to the event and, you know, how many uh, presenters, you know, and, and entice and, and get their friends and family to come. Um, so, yeah, projects ranged from, uh, you know, anywhere. There was a couple around the $1,000 range, and um, there were some around the 150 uh, range as well. Dale, uh, when you and I talked earlier, I was amused to hear that, that you freely volunteered. You didn't just win Sloop. You also lost Sloop, and you lost Sloop more than once. What was that like to go pitch an idea and then see the attendees? Eh, they ultimately chose somebody else. Was that hard? Uh, no, because there's so many people in the room for varying reasons. You get new ideas about your project. You get um, motivational talks. You get critique. You get all these other culturally rich, valuable things that losing isn't that bad. Um, it, you, you Sometimes I've built community, you know, through conversation. And to me, that's more socially valuable than uh, just winning the money. And I like the fact that I've come as a supporter for my other friends and collaborators out there like Aaron McMullen and um, others. But it's good to see other folks and what other folks are doing in the city and what a great grassroots way to do it than by hanging out over a bowl of soup listening to people's projects. 
And when you say uh, you, you've gotten critiques from it uh, by people asking questions, you, you've sort of been able to fine tune some of your ideas or are there more pointed critiques that, that sometimes come from audience members? Uh, it's a range. I would say that depending on what my inquiry is, is what I've gotten back. Um, there's been times where I've asked directly people in the audience, what could I have done better to make my presentation, um, you know, more interesting? Mm-hmm. And they suggested to bring props or bring items from my art practice, things like that. And so I think that has been the most valuable information for me. Doing the presentations and going to Sloop is actually embodying my work as a presentation, embodying my work as I talk about the next phase of my practice or what the new idea is. And that might look like bringing a book or bringing um, a ephemeric item or something more than the proposal, Hmm. dressing in costume, things like that. And hearing Dale describe this, I I can see why this event was so popular during the five years that it flourished here. It just sounds like such a a great hive where, you know, good energy and and people just bouncing off each other and fine-tuning their ideas. Um, But you obviously had to change the format this time around because of the pandemic. How are you going to to create that same energy when you have a virtual setting? Well, yeah, I've I've put a lot of thought into that um, because I think one of the really one of the many great aspects about Sloop was the networking and the community building that happened in the room. Um, so I, I have um, I have some ideas for getting people to chat prior to uh, the presenters uh, going on. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to get people kind of talking and thinking about creative things here in St. Louis. Um, we're going to give an opportunity for people to ask questions to the presenters like they did um, in real time. And then, you know, a really, we want to be safe. And so we created a way to to pick up soup uh, safely and like you'll be able to drive up to Confluence Kombucha at 4507 Manchester after you made your donation um, and pick up a to-go bowl of soup and you can go you know eat that and watch uh, soup over the internet uh, wherever you'd like. So you're, you're finding a way to do this very safely. You're looking for that same buzz. And I know when I'd asked if you could maybe foreshadow some of the proposals you had, you wanted to save that for people actually registering for the event. I think that is very wise. But I'm wondering, is there still room? This is coming up on Sunday for this first return to Sloop. Can people still get in on this at this point? We're not accepting any more proposals. We did receive five that I'm really, really excited about. Um, we will, after this sloop, be announcing the the next sloop. Um, I just, I kind of, I'm, I'm not sure what the timeline will be. It used to be every month, um, but I think you know, it just with how things are going and and how it needs to be online and depending on people's interests and how many people come, we'll we'll figure out if this should be a bi-monthly soup or four times a year. Um, So, Anne, you're not looking for more proposals, but if people want to join in and vote and and be part of the soup eating, is that still something that's open? Oh, yeah. You can make your donation up until uh, 6 p.m. this Saturday evening, and you can do that through Facebook or through our website. I just got up and running, uh, stlsloop.org. So you can make your donation uh, online, and then you'll get a Zoom link, and you'll know to go pick up your soup at... um, Confluence Kombucha from 3.30 to 5.30, uh, and then you'll be able to head over to Sloop online. Um, 
and what's really exciting uh, about this sloop is that we partnered with Granite City Art and Design District uh, to support uh, 50 commission giveaway packets by artist duo Alejandro Franco and Cali Jimenez. Uh, the packet contains materials that are a really unique extension of their creative practice, uh, which focuses on reusing single-use materials to create stained glass windows. So in mm. addition to getting soup this time around, you also, uh, the 50 uh, first people to pull up and get their soup will get this packet of art uh, created by this duo sponsored by GCAD. So that is a cool additional perk. That's for people joining the STL Sloop this Sunday. Um, we have more information about that on our website. That's stlpublicradio.org if you're interested in joining them. Last question here. Dale, you've been such a fan of, of STL Sloop in the past. Are you going to be there for this one? I definitely am. There's some wellness projects that are happening that I'm hoping that will get funded. So I am there to support. Well, that is awesome. And um, I'm so glad this is coming back. And I want to thank you both for joining us today. So Dale Chambers, um, artist and, and past Sloop honoree, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And if you want to find out more about me, my website is Dale Chambers, D-A-I-L Chambers dot life, L-I-F-E. Awesome. And Ann McCullough, um, bringing back STL Sloop. Thank you so much for joining us and, and good luck. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air are available at stlpublicradio.org. Or you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher Podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.